This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is, giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night, the number one show at 5 o'clock. And we tell you everything that's going on and... And like I said, even the KGB listens to find out what's going on. We have Judge Richard Weinberg, common sense uh, Democrat. Tony Carbonetti, how do I classify you? Not common sense. Not, Not common sense. I'm right down the middle, though, John. Right down the middle. For, <clears throat> former chief of staff to uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, and uh, uh, he was there when the towers came down. Uh, and uh, Peter King, there's rumors around that King's Highway was named after his family. And uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. See, we got a verification. I thought King, King Charles was named after him. Can we talk about how good no, John I mean, Katzmitz looks we right talked now? We talked about Governor Patterson the other day. Governor Patterson the other day that uh, uh, Patterson, New Jersey might have been named after <laughs> him. I'll buy that. John, you didn't hear us. We We have to talk about how good you look. What? I look just changed you. my I'm, red tie into a black tie. I'm going to post a picture. You look very dapper. Well, Lydia Serrani, who do we have on the phone? We have a great show today. We have uh, we have Bill O'Reilly. and we have, We're going to have uh, Secretary, former Secretary of State, former CIA Director Mike Pompeo. We'll also be talking to John <laughs> Solomon, Ray Tierney, talk about the drug crisis at the border. Uh, Frank Caron, did I say Frank Caron already? Frank Caron, Chief of Staff to uh, Mayor uh, Adams. Mayor Adams. Well, and now, Tell us about who's on first. Now, Bill O'Reilly. Who's on first base? That's right. Bill O'Reilly, prolific author, journalist, historian. His killing series, killing the New York Times bestsellers list in, uh, what, 20 million books sold. His latest book, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Against Terrorists. Very timely at this point. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Bill O'Reilly. And Thank you, Lydia. Bill, uh, where do week. we start today? There's so many things happening. Yeah, well, one week from today, Killing the Legends, the next Killing book comes out. I just want to make sure all the WABC listeners are aware of that. Um, So this morning I get uh, newspapers delivered to my house on Long Island, and Newsday is one of them. And on page A7, there's a big article on uh, how the Republican candidates are um, in jeopardy if they associate with Donald Trump. And there's a big picture of Lee Zeldin shaking Trump's hand four years ago in West Hampton. So I said, well, okay, Uh, in some cases that may be true. If Republicans are running for office today and they're associating with Donald Trump in certain states, they might uh, hurt themselves. So on page A8, I was expecting an article that said – Certain Democrats running for office don't want Joe Biden to campaign for them. But alas, there was no article in Newsday saying that. So I put on my Sherlock Holmes hat and I said, gee, I wonder why Newsday would run this article but not run a corresponding article uh, about the Democrats. And I think we all 
know the answer. Newsday and almost every other newspaper in the state wants Governor Hochul to be elected. And that's why they are doing this. But it's kind of foolish because Donald Trump has nothing to do at all with the uh, election for governor in November. Or am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, but he does have something to do psychologically. So long as we're attacking Biden, we win. Once Trump comes in and becomes 50-50 and our chances of winning big get reduced. Well, he makes himself well, the issue. Tuesday's responsibility is not we, Congressman. What's no that now? We. Newsday's responsibility. Oh, Newsday is totally phony. Newsday is a fraud. I'm just saying Trump is hurting us right now. Okay. Well, we'll deal with that in a minute. But Newsday's responsibility is to its readership across the board, not to we, unless Newsday wants to become a left-wing journal, which some people believe it already is, now getting to Trump. So in certain states, Donald Trump is a help. And certain states, he is a hindrance. But in the journalistic community, that shouldn't matter. What should matter is who's the best candidate for your state? Who's going to problem solve in your state? Or am I wrong again? You're right, but Newsday has never been has never done the right thing, as far as I know. Or actually, they endorsed me once. I'll give them credit for that. No, but, no, but seriously, <laughs> so they did it once. So you were running on post. I mean, they go out of their way to undermine Republicans. What did they say? Wrong clock is right, right twice a day. So there you go. I mean, they've they've not written a negative story on Kathy Hochul yet. No. So why why would anyone then take Newsday seriously if they're living in a state with the highest taxes in the union, if inflation? is running over 8%, and crime is wildly out of control in the big cities and in the suburbs. So why would they take Newsday seriously if Newsday will not address those issues in any meaningful way? Bill, it's Tony Carbonetti. Did Newsday have a story on my favorite story of the weekend, the Axe Man in McDonald's? No. Who was out of jail? Or actually was was out in a number of hours. In right? custody, Never, right. Did not spend the night in jail. And then he gave an interview to Channel 7 Eyewitness News where he explained himself and said, listen, you know, I carry it because I'm a bike messenger, the tomahawk, because I needed to ward off drivers when they come too close to my bike. Well, Bill, you saw the video, right? Yes, I saw it. He takes out an axe. He terrorizes everyone in the store. And he's out right. of not even spend the night. That's it. No. Every legislator should get a copy of that video and said, what if your kid was in that McDonald's? Why would they, why would you waste your postage sending a legislator (laughs) that video? They know, they know what's happening. Everybody knows what's happening. But a significant segment of uh, the voters in New York do not care. It is so sad. If they cared, then uh, Lee Zeldin be ahead by 10 points, right? At least. Well, you know, we have September and October, and our job is to tell the truth. Our job is to get the bugle out there and and let everybody know uh, whom do you trust to keep you safe after the election and let the people decide. But, Bill, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. What I don't understand is why don't the people care? That's what just blows my mind. Why isn't there an uprising against this lawlessness that's going on in the city and state of New York? Because it's not directly affecting them like the people in Martha's Vineyard. It's fine as long as it's not in their backyard. It does directly affect them, Lydia. You're wrong. Uh Uh-oh. Because Uh most of this crime is in the poor neighborhoods. 
Oh, absolutely. So I wrote a column. I wrote a column where everybody can go to BillOReilly.com and read the column. It's called Crime No Punishment. And it's not just about New York. It's about nationwide. And so the people who are getting hurt the most are the poorest urban people. That's where all of this is centered. Yet you are absolutely correct, Tony. There is no uprising about it. Now, if there were a, a white police officer going to Brownsville or the Bronx and beating the hell out of an African American, oh, forget it. That'd, that'd be the end of it. There'd be riots. Demonstrations <clears throat> against the police officer. Even if the cop had been attacked first. And so then you have to ask the uh, question, are people getting the government they deserve? All right? So if you look throughout history, um, in almost every horrible circumstance, the people let it happen. They let Hitler happen. They let Stalin and Mao happen. The people let it happen. And now in New York State, we're letting Kathy Hochul happen. Because she could stop this with an executive order today. But just to chooses not to. Remove one district attorney, the rest will fall in line. But just to clarify, when I say that it doesn't affect them, I'm talking about the people that write those articles. I'm talking about the legislators, because as a reporter, that's you, you're a reporter, you know, Bill, you're out on the streets, you're in those neighborhoods. They want more cops. They're sick and tired of these radical leftist policies. No, no, no. I disagree with you again, Lydia. (laughs) I want to agree with Lydia on everything. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Now, I'll tell you who we have on later on uh, on this show. We have Ray Tierney, the district attorney of uh, Suffolk. Suffolk County, and he makes things happen in Suffolk County. You live uh, in Suffolk County part-time, and uh, uh, you should listen to what he has to say. He has ways of getting the, uh, getting the law and order done in Suffolk County. I live in Suffolk County Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, Judge Weinberg, you live in Suffolk County Saturdays and Sundays, and um, that, that people should listen around, uh, uh, hang around, and listen. Tierney is being very creative. He's being very, very aggressive. creative. Well, Bill O'Reilly was just about to agree with me again, so Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> that's, why, that's why John cut him off. <laughs> I he's like, no, he's on. He's on. He's I don't cut off Bill O'Reilly. No, no, he's I'm on. Joking. I look forward to his nine o'clock show. You know what? You the know number what one like show at nine o'clock. I know. I like. Yeah, and it's a really good one tonight. Tell us, really tell us about one. the show tonight. Well, well before I do that, um, a suggestion for a guest tomorrow. Tell us. So I would like to hear from two ministers, powerful ministers, in the minority neighborhoods. Maybe you get one in Harlem. Maybe you get one in Brooklyn. To come on and answer a very simple question. Why aren't minority citizens organizing demonstrations against the Nobel Law? Nobody's done it. I think it would be very provocative. Well, now, Reverend on, Al Cockfield on, um, has been on, and he's been yelling and screaming about it. A.R. Bernard has been on, and he's been yelling and screaming about it. But these are people who, who preach in the pulpits every Sunday. And, I, you know, you got to say, look. It's not going to change unless the people rise up. Now, tonight on uh, Common Sense at 9 o'clock on WABC, um, I'm going to explain exactly why 
Governor DeSantis dropped the 50 migrants on Martha's Vineyard and how it was a brilliant political stroke. Stolen from Donald Trump. That's the lead story after I get done with my local monologue that I do, you know, right off the top of the hour at nine. Well, the people of Martha's Vineyard panicked. They panicked. Welcome to Martha's Vineyard, and now get the hell out. Well, I don't care about them. They're pinheads. I love Martha's Vineyard, by the way. Uh, Beautiful place. But the people who live there, give me a break. But DeSantis is very shrewd in what he did, and he did it for a reason. And I'll tell everybody about the inside story on this and why it was done. Bill, what do you th- what did you think of President Biden's performance on 60 Minutes? He said some quite a few uh, outlandish claims, I thought. Excellent question by Lydia. Thank okay. God. I get <laughs> Finally, it. he can agree with me. <laughs> right. Very strange interview. Yeah, very. Very strange. If you don't like Biden, did you hear what he said? It means there's you're depressed, maybe your mental acuity is in in trouble because of the pandemic. So he he just seemed to be in total denial about all the problems in the country. It's not about Biden, Lydia. This interview was not about Joe Biden. It was about Scott Pelley in 60 Minutes. All right. So I'm not going to accuse them of making a deal because I don't have any evidence to back it up. But when you have an interview with the president of the United States who has not given an interview in seven months and you do not ask him about the open border, about migrants being flown all over the United States, about violent crime out of control, you don't ask him about drug trafficking at the highest level ever in this country, you don't mention those things, there is something wrong with the interview. Well, I'll give you the other alternative, uh, Bill O'Reilly. Before we we have another minute or so left, Uh, 60 Minutes, New York Times attacking Biden, getting rid of Biden for the second coming of Hillary. Well, they should have had Leslie Stahl do the interview. She got in the president of Iran's face pretty good. Well, Leslie, I look, I don't know what happened there, but I know Mike Wallace (laughs) would never have conducted an interview like that ever. And there are deals being made, all right? Deals meaning we won't ask this, we will ask that. Yep. That is verboten to use a German word in journalism. That interview on 60 Minutes was very strange. Well, what I've been told, that uh, Hillary may do what Bill Clinton did, come center, go against the left, and... And uh, you I never don't disagree, know what John. She's the only one that can displace. She's Kamala. the only one that has the power to say if she says screw you Kamala to the left, run. then uh, a lot of Democrats will go with her. How about Michelle Obama? Michelle, oh, God. no, Michelle or Hillary, Hillary the only two that can. Displace I don't think Kamala. Michelle's going to do it. And Bill, I don't think she'll do it though. I think they got out clean, and she wants to stay out. <laughs> yeah. Bill O'Reilly, if out. you're a respected journalist, I'm a journalist. So are you. You don't even give the subject the questions. Never mind agree to any subjects that they're not willing to talk about. Otherwise, you say, I'm not doing the interview. Am I correct? Yes, with one caveat. You can tell the audience mm, yes. that yep. uh, we would not have been able to secure the interview if we asked this question. So we felt the interview was worthy, but we agreed not yeah. to ask it. You can do that. That's called full disclosure. Right. But anybody... 
watching that interview last night, and Biden looks at Pelley and says, the economy's strong. And Pelley has no stats to come back at him, none. Very strange. Bill O'Reilly, I'll be listening at 9 o'clock. I, the show is going to be great, and that's why you have the highest ratings of WABC at night. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me in.